0: up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. In 2020, when I was speaking to a businessman in Nigeria, that was when I realized that we had a big issue. He said that he had been trying to transfer some money to someone in the Benin Republic and it had proven to be a heck-healing task. Despite the growth and development of fintech in Africa, When you think of, you know, the amount of funding received in the last five years, the kind of solutions provided and other big wins, cross-border payments in Africa remains a big obstacle to trading effectively and efficiently within Africa. Well, this is until recently, I would say. Before Thursday, January 13, 2022, Over 80% of African cross-border payment transactions that originate from African banks had to be routed offshore for clearing and settlement using international banking relationships, which is usually costly, inefficient, as you know, it takes between 2 to 14 days to complete, and it acts as a barrier to intra-regional trade. Now, the AfCFTA came with a lot of promise to solve these cross-border trade challenges with payments being at the center of them all. Can this challenge really be solved? The long-awaited Pan-African Payments and Settlement System, PAPS, which was piloted in August 2021 and launched in January 2022, may just prove to be the backbone upon which the promises of the Africa Continental Free Trade Area Agreement rests. What is this PAPS? Why is it important? Can it truly solve the intra-African cross-border payment challenge? How will it benefit small businesses in Africa? How will it contribute to restoring the economies of African countries? Can the Nigerian businessman whom I spoke to in 2020 make instant and secure payments to the Benin Republic in 2022 with PAPS? Joining me to discuss this is an international trade policy and law expert with in-depth knowledge on trade and development, trade negotiations, data management, trade facilitation, and regional integration. He has over 15 years of experience working in both regional and national organizations with profound diplomatic engagements in Geneva, Switzerland. He serves as the lead trade enablement in the National Action Committee on the AfCFTA in Nigeria, Mr. Ulushegun Ulutayo. Welcome, sir. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Thank you very much, Anthony. Good morning to you and the audience and all our listeners. It's an honor and I can't it a great privilege to be on this platform this morning. To discuss these issues
0: thank you very very much sir let's start with how big the issue of transborder payment was within africa the one which the efcft you know, just came up with a solution to how big was this of a challenge how much of it was it of a challenge before you know this solution of the paps
1: i would say a huge 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 challenge huge huge if you want to call it a kind of a problem that is facing africa particularly within the intra-african trade let me say first and foremost that the afcfta that we are witnessing today in terms of the signing and ratification of over 40 countries in africa is a transformational regional trade agreement and i'm able to say that that agreement is what will pave way for african industrialization AFCFTA is transformational and it has a very ambitious goals. You will agree with me that one of the things that the AFCF agreement has talked about is to the fact that it's going to be a single market. So think of it: a single market of over 50 countries, a single market of 1.2 billion people. Then you begin to have a clear understanding of how will this happen without a payment settlement. How will this be seamless without a platform for payment and settlement? Now, you also agree with me that within Africa, we have several types of currencies. How are you going to be paying in Kenya shillings? How are you going to be receiving payment in Ghana cities or in Nigeria, Naira? It goes on, it goes on. Look at the currency that we have within the Africa. When you look at the population, when you look at how to trade, and then we begin to look at the goals, the key goals of the AfCFTA in terms of, like I said, creating single market of goods and services, facilitated by movement of pressing, liberalized market in Africa, and also to boost intra-African trade. This is where PAPS comes in. It's a novel initiative. If there's anything, we must continue to applaud our leaders, the heads of the Assemblies of Heads of State and Government, this initiative is one of them. Of course, now synergizing with the AFCFTA to make sure that the trade within Africa, within business people, within exporter, it made seamless. And in order to achieve this goal, I lighted, like I said above, within the AFCFTA, which actually domicile within Article 3 and Article 4 of the AFCFTA agreement. And which is looking at elimination of tariff and non-tariff barriers for trading goods, progressively liberalize trading services, and then cooperate on the area of investment, competition, and intellectual property. This is where PAPS comes in. And this is how PAPS is ready and willing to make sure that all these payments are linked together and then people can get easy access to whether they want to have their goods delivered all their services deliver. Like i have rightly said, the challenges as I, up on the time perhaps you know was launched, which you have really given us those dates and timelines. It is that if you want to buy anything in your currency, it has to go through all these foreign currencies, be it dollar, be it pounds, and the routing of these, it is not easy. And that is why the thinking is there has to be a unified platform in Africa to enhance our transaction within African trade.
0: And yes, let's talk about the PAPS itself now. How does it really work? You know, I talked about instant and secure payments. How does it work? How instant is the instant payment? And um, maybe a bit into the settlement system. How does it, you know, the settlement system, how does it work too?
1: Okay, so let me give you from this perspective, I'll put it in this context first, and you need to note this. When we talk about intra African trade or we talk about AFCFT, the lifeblood of trade is payment. I repeat, the lifeblood of trade is payment. So, now what is PAPS? According to the definition that we received from the website of both the AFCFT and Afrexin Bank, and I must say, PAPS was launched in conjunction or let me say between african bank and afcfc secretariat ghana under the leadership for the afc Secretariat, is excellency huamkelle and for that of the african bank president professor oruame they have done a great job the two of them their leadership should be commended and all the support they have received from all the champions of AFCFT vis-a-vis the assemblies of heads of state and government. We must commend them. We salute them. So now, what is PAPS? PAPS is a continental financial market infrastructure for continental banks, commercial banks, payment services provider, and cash scheme. So what PAPS aims you know to do is to enhance payments from one customer to the other. The system was created essentially to enable cross-border financial transaction which will happen in real time when i mean real time that is real time gross settlement at the time you are paying for a particular goods you are also receiving it either in your currency or you are paying in your currency also perhaps serves as a payment and settlement system for continent which commercial banks payment service providers cast scheme and other intermediate we connect so for instance i'm giving you a practical instance now a customer want to buy let's say for example a maasai bid in kenya now you will agree with me the currency of kenya is what we call kenya shillings so what perhaps we do is that perhaps we allow a customer to purchase that bid in naira so For example, Antonio, you are in Lagos now. You want to buy a Maasai bead. Maasai, they are very good in their beads. And then you like it. And then you want to buy. Now, you don't have Kenya shillings, but you have Naira. So PAPS will allow you to buy that particular Maasai bead in Naira. And then the Maasai that is selling that bead will receive it in terms of Kenya shillings. So you buy in Naira, and then the money is received in Kenya shillings. So essentially, the system promises that payment will be received within 120 seconds. This is the estimation. So you can see that it's a great, great initiative. And to all our audience, that is to the fact that PAPS also carry out what we call legal and compliance check within that time frame. This is the framework of PAPS. So within a space of 120 seconds, you will be able to work, make your order and then there will be settlement on the other hand and then there will be a compliance and then legal check within that time frame. Again, apart from this instant payment, so a lot of things is also behind PAPS. So it's not only instant payment. So PAPS gives us instant payment opportunity. Secondly, PAPS allows what we call cross-border direct debit payment services invoicing and billing which is called in technical term request to pay how to pay so it allows for instant payment it allows for how to pay which is cross-border direct debit payment services invoices and billing number three it allows for what we call escrow services what does that mean it allows to keep your fund in safe custody until a transaction is completed this is what Paps gives so i've given you three i can go on but let me pause perhaps you we'll have a further question but if you want me to continue to give you what Paps does i can continue in that line thank you
0: Wow, this is talking about an African solution for an African problem, which is a very unique payments, settlement, all of these things. You're paying, it's settling, all of these things, and, and it's running the checks within the 120 seconds, right?
1: Yes. That is the way the framework, you know, is now is being designed. That within a space of that one twenty seconds, you will have your instant payment and settlement, and of course, making sure that the check, legal and that of the other compliance are complied with. But beyond that, all that instant payment, like I said, PAPS also allows you to carry out what is called request to pay, which is short form R2P. And what does that mean? Like I said, cross-border direct, direct debit payment services, invoices are billing, escrow services. Which allows you to keep your fund in safe custody until the transaction is completed. And furthermore to that, let me just give it up because these are very key of what PAF does. Number four is is what we call our remittance services. So it allows you for intra-African remittance. So most of our remittance that will now come, maybe somebody is in Ghana, maybe somebody is in Rwanda, he wants to send money back home. It has to come through dollar or it has to come through PANs. But now, PAPS has not said no. You can easily do that in, of course, and then you receive your Naira, and then all those amount that is being lost to these foreign transactions will be limited or essentially removed. Furthermore, PAPS allows what we call proxy addressing. Proxy addressing, what does that mean? It's using a kind of what we call pseudo names to process payments. In that context, it prevents issues of money laundering vis a vis in such a way that it allows illegal tender transaction. And finally, it's also sanctioned against lists list of terrorists or individuals that have been sanctioned. So, PAPS also allows. So, if somebody is on the watch list and is trying to send a particular amount to a particular country within Africa, PAPS will quickly identify, you know, such transaction. And flag it for necessary action.
0: Wow, well, this is a very, very important. The remittances part is very, very important. I must see. Thank you for adding that part because it's a major part of um, the monies that come into um, Nigeria. For example, it's a major part of what comes into Nigeria right now, yeah. as it is. You know, I gave the story of a businessman I was speaking to sometime back, about two years before now, and he talked about how he wanted to do this and it was a problem for him. Right now, can I go back to that man and say, you know what, you know this discussion we had the last time, maybe walk into your bank or, you know, talk to your bank and say, I want to make this kind of payment. Is it possible now? And how can someone who wants to do this go about it?
1: Okay, so for now, PAPS is still in what we call a preliminary stage, although it is active in some countries as we speak. Some countries have actually, you know, plugged in. So let me put it in this context to address the concern of that particular businessman you talked about. So, and then with this context, it will be clearer even more to you and our distinguished audience at home. First, how does PAPS works? Clear context now. The first step in ensuring that transaction can be carried out is for the central bank of a country to connect to PAPS. I repeat that is for the central bank of a country to connect to PAPS. So the question to now ask is Nigeria's central bank, have we connected to PAPS? My answer, it is in the categorization of not yet, as I'm speaking to you, but are they making effort? The answer is loudly yes. As a matter of fact, our distinguished and honorable uh, central bank governor is the chairman of the board of, you know, uh, trustee of PAPS. So he's committed to it. Nigerian central bank has plugged it into PAPS, but they are yet to connect in terms of the practical transaction this time around. So again, the system, if that eventually Come to pass. That is, the CBN have now connected to PAPS. The next thing is that the system provides for only because the way it's, the PAPS was designed is that it provides for only the central bank, a bank state to connect so that they can assist PAPS with settling transactions as a national settlement agent. That is the first layer. The central bank of connected like Ghana, Bank of Guinea, Bank of Syria alone, Liberia, Senegal, Gambia, and of course, the West African monetary zone. You know, they are the pilot phase. They have connected for Nigerian. CBN is yet to run the clock to connect to PAPS. Now, furthermore, to achieve this, I'm trying to now give you a detail of that now. The central bank, once it enters into a pub as a member, the agreement and the settlement bank agreement, and once they are connected to the system, they can oversee, supervise, and enforce compliance of banks, fintech, and financial institutions in their jurisdiction. So until our CBM plugs in, and then they will now provide a platform for other commercial banks, for other fintech or financial institutions to now plug in. And then it makes it easier for business people and then for exporters and then for anyone that wants to transact within the Africa. I can go on, uh, but I will allow you to maybe you want to ask question or make clarification.
0: Oh well, yes. So thank you very much. So do we expect that maybe before the end of 2022, um, the Central Bank of Nigeria, would, you know, connect to the pubs and everything can start happening in real time too.
1: Okay. So the way I will put it is this, I am not an official of Nigeria CBN, but as a trade expert and with the enthusiasm that I could, uh, you know, feel from, uh, the governor of a uh, central, Bank, uh, you know, a man of great intellect, I, I, I can, I can see that yes. Uh, the possibility is very high. The possibility of our CBN uh, plug-in is very high. Why I do not know all the details that they are putting in place to ensure that they connect to PAPS, but I have a great hope that that will be the path or the direction they will follow.
0: Okay. Let's uh, leave that there and uh, move to the benefits of this PAP system. One of the benefits I, myself, um, see for um, some countries on the continent is the instant payments. I know some countries in Africa are not like Nigeria who are advanced when it comes to instant payments. What other benefits for countries do you see? And what benefits for businesses, for the business people listening to us now? What are the benefits of... Of this PAP system to them and the benefits to the countries.
1: Now, we are not saying essentially advantage of PAPs. So, again, let me provide a context. In Africa today, various barriers plagued the payment system of countries, such as lack of infrastructure, regulatory requirement, and so on. With the PAPs, this barrier can fall away, and if implemented properly, it can revolutionize the way the continent trades. Now, customers and traders may no longer have to spend days. That is one of the advantage. May, 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 you know, the, the days, the longer that payment used to be before PAPS is coming in to address that. So in terms of waiting for the confirmation of receipt of funds to, to facilitate a trade as payment, will be cleared and settled in real time. So that is the first and major advantage. And like I said, beyond the instant payment, it is to the fact that it reduces the numbers of days because it is now on real time. Another factor that delay the clearing and settlement of funds is the issue of currency denominations. Like I was trying to say earlier on payments are not usual currency because of remittance issues. And poor payment of infrastructure, so what happened is that the goods or services are priced in foreign currency you, you agree with me that when you travel to any of these countries now they once you don't have their currency they start talking about dollar they start talking about euro they start talking about foreign uh you know uh, british pounds. so which means payment would be made to a foreign payment service so that means when you do that transaction it's not actually going to the local commercial bank is going to that foreign bank. So they are also making more money, which such money should be domiciled within the content and for the benefit of the African. So this is the second advantage or major advantage that perhaps is also providing. And when that to a foreign payment service provider, who then has to convert the foreign currency to the local currency of the beneficiary and then send it to their bank which is causing a lot of delay. So to that businessman that you are talking about and any other scenario, this is what PAPS is saying, and this is what I can do, and this is what I have created to do. So with the rollout of PAPS, instant payment for cross-border transaction without the hassle of currency conversion becomes possible. That is a great, great, great applause. Another benefit of PAPS is that if there is a reduction in the pricing of goods and services in foreign currency because of pops, there will be a reduction now in the demand for foreign currency. Note that there will be what? A reduction. Thereby reducing the pressure on central banks for foreign currency and increasing the foreign currency liquidity in various jurisdictions. Wow. Wow. So you can see it is enormous, Mr. Anthony. It is enormous. You know, we may also see an optic in the purchase of goods made in Africa with the removal of intra-African trade payment barrier with PAPs, that is with the development, with the coming in of PAPs. These are things that will be removed. Great, great advantage, great, great opportunity awaits us in Africa with the birth of PAPs.
0: Wow, thank you very, very much. I can't have enough of this. <laughs> wow. It was huge. It huge. According to Prudence Sebahidzi, the chief and technical advisor at the AFCFTA Secretariat this paps will allow a customer or a buyer make payment in their own national currency and the seller receive the payment in their own currency just like our guest today has said we haven't seen anything like this before and the benefits are not just do not just stop in trading paying and receiving in your currency but it goes far 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 more than that I've been speaking to a trade expert who is also the lead uh, trade ennoblement in the National Action Committee on the AFCFTA in Nigeria, Mr. Olushegun Olutayo, about the new Pan-African payment and settlement systems known as PABS, and we've been talking about its many benefits. This will make doing business easier and less costly for everyone on the continent and also make it a lot easier more easier for the African countries to come out quickly from the effects of the COVID-19. Thank you very much Mr. Ulushegun Olutayo for the insight shared with us today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you very much uh, Mr. Anthony and to all our audience. Thank you for listening. It's an honor uh, as much as any time that we can provide much more information, much more guide for our people to succeed with the AFCFTA To maximize the benefit of ESCFTA, I'm always available within the confines of the time. Thank you very much for having me once again. I count it a great privilege and it's an honor. Thank you for now. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.